After avoiding riots during anti-police demonstrations in 2015 and 2016, Cleveland had a riot Saturday when a peaceful protest became violent. Cleveland police have not directly explained why they did not step in to stop the violence when it began. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Monday, June the 1st. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. Cleveland police started to answer some questions Sunday night about their actions after Saturday's peaceful protest in Cleveland about the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis became a riot in downtown Cleveland by night's end. Police Chief Calvin Williams said the police priority on Saturday was making sure people, including officers, were safe. And Mayor Frank Jackson said that by Sunday night, police had firm control over the city. Questions that remain? Why didn't the police step in and make arrests when the crowd began spray-painting graffiti on the Justice Center, smashing its windows, and burning police cars? Williams offered some information Sunday night to back up his claim that people from outside Cleveland committed the violence, a theme that officials in other cities are repeating without providing evidence. But Williams' claim that some of those arrested are from out of state seems unpersuasive given how many people were at the protest and participated in the violence. As the investigation continues, let's hope Williams comes up with more proof. Most of the thousands of people who attended the demonstration in downtown Cleveland Saturday about the police killing of George Floyd were peaceful. But as the afternoon wore on, most of the crowd departed, and the people who stayed became violent, smashing windows on government buildings and stores, looting, burning police cars, and rampaging through downtown. Cleveland.com's team on the ground said the violent demonstrators clearly appeared to have an organized plan. Teams of people were present to treat protesters who suffered from tear gas. At least one person, wearing protection from tear gas, carried a solution to neutralize the tear gas. People had brought Molotov cocktails with fuel to burn the police cars, and they had a communication system to warn each other about the approach of police tactical units. You really don't want to miss the photos John Kuntz took as a peaceful protest became a riot outside the Justice Center in downtown Cleveland. John, a Cleveland.com photographer, takes you inside the Saturday riot in a way you rarely see. You're right there as one rioter launches a cinder block-sized stone into a plate glass justice center window. And he takes you there as a rioter stands atop a burned out police car, almost defying police to come and get them. You can see the photos, 97 of them, at tinyurl.com slash riot photos. That's one word, riot photos. Cuyahoga County Executive Armin Budish's proposal to skip standard competitive bidding and make $30 million in coronavirus-related modifications to county buildings has raised concerns among good government advocates, passed-over contractors, and county council members. The Budish administration wants to hurry to use federal emergency aid money to hire six hand-picked companies to make public buildings safer for visitors and county employees 
as the buildings begin to reopen. Norm Edwards, head of a group representing minority contractors, has blasted Budish for leaving his members out of those hand-picked selections for the contracts. County Council President Dan Brady and Public Works Committee Chairman Scott Tuma say they want more answers about the need for the modifications, what the changes will be, and why the county opted against normal competitive bidding. In case you missed it, because it happened very late Friday, Ohio Health Director Dr. Amy Acton extended her order prohibiting most gatherings of 10 or more people until July 1st. Many of her other orders have expired or been rescinded, but evidence that super-spreaders of the coronavirus are most dangerous in big gatherings appears to have persuaded the top doctor in the state to restrict crowds. She signed another late order Friday, this one lifting the prohibition of booze sales to out-of-staters at liquor stores on the Pennsylvania border. The fear had been that infected Pennsylvanians would bring the virus into Ohio in their hunt for alcohol. But Pennsylvania has now lifted its ban on alcohol sales, so Amy Acton lifted her ban on the sales to Pennsylvanians. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. We will return tomorrow.